Day Podcast. My name is Brian Kochi, your host, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group, and I am joined today by our Director of Inside Sales, Rachel Chu. Hello, hello. Rachel, you have been on the podcast several times before. Um, you manage our ISA team, our Inside Sales Associates. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into it. Absolutely. So uh, we man- I manage a team here of seven inside sales agents. Um, so we help connect uh, our agents to clients who are ready to transact and we filter through a lot of the leads that aren't ready to transact. So our agents are able to go on better appointments and leverage their time a little bit better. So I do a lot of the coaching with that. I help um, within our, I wear a couple hats on our team and uh, help with our agent coaching as well. And um, yeah, really exciting stuff. Yeah, and one thing that we're not really going to dive in into this episode, but Rachel has been instrumental in really building, kind of integrating our ISA team as the hub of our business, rather than as a lot of people will kind of see it as a side piece, something you can kind of tack on. You have your your ISA team, you have your your moving truck, you, you know, as sure. a side piece, you've been really instrumental as this is the hub, this is where things um, go to and come from, um, and really helps our agents not have to deal with a bunch of bullshit. Um, You guys get to deal with it. So um, before we continue on, uh, today we're gonna be talking a little bit about burnout. Um, Rachel has been with our company a couple years now and have seen agents um, come in and come come and go. Some start really strong and then then burn out. Um, And also with your past of of dealing with burnout yourself uh, that you shared with me last week or earlier this week, uh, has some really cool, unique tips on um, how we can avoid it and how we can overcome it, yeah? Totally. So before we get into that, um, I want to ask you to, if you're enjoying the show or if you think this is going to be interesting to you or if you're listening to it again, whatever it is, um, if you can, um, if you want more information like this, go to thewhistleway.com. That's thewhistleway.com. On there we have information about our Facebook groups, our YouTube channel, our podcast, our um, Media Mayor Mastermind. That's where you can ask a question, and that's where you can subscribe to our newsletter as well as join our referral network as people leave San Diego. Um, And we look to send them elsewhere. That's where you guys come in. Um, Let's see if you are enjoying this. uh, Like it and or share it with a colleague. Again, I think this is going to be great for people Um, Whether you have just started in the business, you're getting ready to start in the business, or have been in the business for 10 years, learning a little bit more about burnout and kind of the psychological reasons behind it and how to overcome it is is super important. Um, So yeah, just go ahead and give us a like, share, subscribe to get more of this content. Um, And finally, if you could write us a review, that would be super helpful on your podcast platform on, uh, I guess, podcast is really where we're looking for reviews. So if you could do that, and if this helps you, we would love, 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 love that. Awesome. All right, now Rachel gets to talk for about 15 minutes, and I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and uh, let the master speak. So actually, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going to talk for 15 minutes. Uh, um, so burnout. First, tell me a little bit about kind of what is burnout and, and how do you identify it? Yeah, totally. And I think probably everyone who's listening to this has experienced burnout at some of some form of it in their lives at some point, whether that's, you know, burnout, you know, that you're dealing with with family issues, with your job. Um, Specifically, we'll talk today about burnout um, in the business and being in real estate. And burnout is just that that feeling when you are uninspired, you're kind of stuck in a rut um, feeling, you know, 
uh, you could you could liken it to you know feeling like you're trapped on the hamster wheel, right? And you're just doing the same things over and over, and you're not feeling fulfilled in your business. And so inevitably, that is going to happen to all of us at some point in our jobs. Just you know, that's work is a big pie chart, or a big piece of the pie chart of our life, and it's not always the most fun. Um, but there are ways to combat that and make sure that we can feel revived, can feel excited and refreshed about our business. So I want to talk about that today. Cool. And I mean, we've seen people burnout early in their career because they're not getting enough business. Mm -hmm. They're doing some activities and they, they're not getting the business. They, they don't see the results and we see them burnout. We've seen people burn out that come out, come onto our team, brand new agent and crush it, do phenomenally, and then just can't handle that, that pace anymore. Right. Um, and I've also seen agents that have been long-term agents on our team that have been doing this for five, 10, 15, 20, 30. I don't know if anyone's been doing it 30 years. 15 plus years and just the monotony of it is, is, is has gotten to be somewhat soul crushing and so they're burned out and either looking at uh, different ways or how they can grow their team. So first off, and I know I covered the gamut there of, of all everyone in the business, but when we were talking about this earlier, you said one of the ways you can kind of help um, prevent burnout is by having proper or realistic or attainable expectations. Can you tell me a little more about that? Absolutely. So setting expectations for yourself is incredibly important, and it's uh, particularly important in the real estate business because of the type of people it generally attracts. So a lot of people have a misconception that real estate is a get-rich-quick scheme, right? I'll sell some houses, you know, I get a lot of money in my commission, I don't have to work that hard, I don't have to do that much, and it's an easy way to make a lot of money and not have a boss. And so you know, yes, and a lot of that is true, right? You know, you get great commission checks, um, you can make your own hours, there are upsides. Uh, but to be that lucrative position that people want, it does require a lot more work than I think, you know, some of the HGTV shows or like selling stuff. All of no, those kind of No, I'm pretty provide. sure it's, it's extremely accurate. <laughs> I wish. Literally just sell out a billion, uh, building and get yeah, millions and then you never work again. Yeah, let's go. Super easy. So I think part of it is there's this expectation that you can just walk in, house, it's, e it's easy work, right? And so... Um, understanding that you know there is quite a lot involved there's paperwork involved you're gonna have to call people you don't know you're gonna have to drive around a lot there's or there, call people you don't like call people you don't like have conversations about things that you might be uncomfortable with, with hear objections right so I think a lot of it people just aren't aware of what's actually involved in the day-to-day -day. Um, and so if you're looking to be an agent I'd highly recommend finding someone you know shadow them shadow somebody on a team see what it's actually like um, if you're there or if you're you know already an agent and you're feeling you know kind of disappointed by maybe the reality of what's involved. Um, let's figure out how to make it more fun and how to uh, manage your time better so you are making the money you want to make. Cool. I just added a note to we'll, we'll talk about as well um, about how to kind of, we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit, about how to kind of take off some of that monotony, how to kind of build that, that make work more fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But speaking of work, Again, when we talked about earlier, you kind of broke down in three different sections. There's, there's kind of, or I guess there's two. There's work you hate and work you love, right? Um, how, how do you? Let's start with love because I think I've we got two different forks to go for hate. But how do you do more of what you love in this business? Obviously, you mentioned you got to do paperwork, you got to do phone calls, you got to do driving. You got. How do you say, oh, well, I love this? How do you do more of that? Well, the first step is actually identifying what you do love. I don't think a lot of people take the time to think about and map out all the tasks you do in a day. So a really helpful exercise. Um, and this can apply to your home life, to work as well. 
is to write down, you know, what are the things I actually like doing? Why did I get into this business in the first place? For most people, they love uh, being face to face with clients. Some people really love going inside of cool houses and seeing, you know, maybe you have a, a little nosy part to your personality and you want to check out what's inside, right? Maybe you love that. Maybe you love. No one's going to admit that. They're like, no, I don't want that, but I hey. will dig through people's drawers. <laughs> don't <laughs> do that. You didn't just admit that. No. I, I don't. <laughs> But so figure out what do I like? What are the things that excite me? What am I looking, what do I look forward to in my business? What are the things that I like? And that can be as minute as making your checklists and you know, you love making your coffee or as you know, broad as I love working with people, right? So whatever comes to your mind, do a brain dump of all the things you like to do. And that will also give you a better feel for, okay, what kind of, what, what are, what are things that I love spending my time with now that I've identified them? How, how much am I doing those things currently? Am I leaving a lot of my day to do those things? Um, you can't really pour from an empty cup. So if you're not spending time doing things that you love, you're going to have a really hard time getting the energy for doing the things that you don't love that you have to do. I love that phrase, pouring from an empty cup. That's cool. Um, so let's, let's do a quick brain dump right now. Obviously, I, I would think a majority of real estate agents um, love being face-to-face. Right, so how can you do more of that? What are some activities that, and I'm asking, yeah. I know I'm asking the head of inside sales who That's okay. <laughs> works in this office, has her seven people work in this office, but let's, I, I know you're, you know more than that. Yeah, so the best way to frame this is a lot of times to do more of what you love, you have to figure out how to do what you don't love. So let's talk about this. So if you love meeting people in person, you need to set more appointments to meet people in person. So if your outcome is to spend more time in the field, more time face to face, that means you also need to spend more time on the phone, dialing people and, and realize that rather than, oh, I just hate doing this, this sucks. Think of it as a pathway to get to what I want. Hey, when I do this, when I make these calls, when I do my outreach, when I'm sending my emails, when I go door knocking, that leads to more opportunities to be face to face with people with what I love. So rather than just, oh, this sucks, I hate this, I just wanna do this, just think of it as, as part of the path. So you're on the journey to get to where you wanna go and this is just part of it. I like that a lot. I was, I was expecting a different answer. I was expecting things like, oh, go to networking events, hold open houses. Um, and those things are important too, right? And that's, that's, and that's the, the other side of the answer, coin, right? Yeah. But your answer was way better. I like that <laughs> one way better than the, the easy one. And it's a handful of both, right? So if you do love that, how many open houses are you currently doing a week? Maybe you're only doing one. Okay, well, maybe you should make some more time to hold a couple every weekend if that's what you love, right? And go to those networking events. Find out where it's happening in your area and be a little bit more proactive, right? Rather than, oh, I just wish I was spending more time with people, right? So if we take some time to think about how we can do that and plan a little better, we're gonna end up having more opportunities to do what we love. So I wanna kind of transition from there, from doing what you love to do, and then there's things that you have to do that you don't like to do, right? right. And so you kind of already talked about one of the directions I wanted to go is kind of switching your mindset, right? Say you don't like being on the phones, but you like meeting in person, being on the phones will allow you to do the things you like. So kind of switching that mindset of like, being doing this, gets me to my goal is, is a much better way to look at it rather than like, I have to do this. It, it's not a, they don't live in a silo. It's part right. of a bigger project. Totally. And so there's a couple things on this. So one is to give yourself a time limit. So as people, we always want to know what's going to happen next or when am I going to do what, right? We're always thinking about our days as we plan. And so give yourself some 
boundaries for the things you don't want to do but have to do. So for example, if you know I have to make, I know we, we're using phone calls as the example here, but if, if you know, okay. <laughs> for the person whose job <laughs> is to train people to do phone calls. But people don't like it. That's that's okay, right? That's Hey, that's why we have a job. That's, that's all good <laughs> unless that changes. But um, give yourself a boundary. Say, okay, for one hour in the morning or from nine to 10 or whatever that time might be, I'm going to do my calls and I'll get through what I get through, but I'm gonna just focus for one hour. Rather than having to oh, have to make so many phone calls and not giving yourself a start or end time or a goal. So whether that's a uh, time limit that you set for yourself or I'm going to call 50 people and then when I'm done with that list, however long that takes, I'm done for the day, right? So that way it's not just this ominous task that could be or you don't have a, a, a you know start, starting and ending point in your brain for when it's over. That kind of gives you that serotonin boost for Oh, great, I checked that off the list and I'm done now. Um, another tip is to do the things, the hardest part of your day first thing in the morning. If there's things that you're dreading, let's say you hate all email. the emails, right? <laughs> just, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, don't just start your day with email. And, and that, right, there's always many schools of thought for anything. But for me, if I can just knock out like the thing that's the biggest ominous task on my day and I just focus on it first in the morning, hey, if I'm done in the afternoon, I feel so much better about my day. I'm in a better mood. I know it's done. And so that's a great tip too. So just stop procrastinating it. Just tell yourself, hey, I got to do this. And you'll feel so much better about yourself knowing that, hey, I just committed, I went head in and I accomplished it. Yeah. And what you were saying about time blocking things was, was I, I heard on another podcast, had nothing to do with real estate. And they said like, look, doing dishes suck. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that loves doing dishes, but if you say, hey, I'm going to do dishes for 15 minutes. It's not that long. I can do dishes for 15 minutes. I'm going to do a, as many as I can for 15 minutes. And then I'm done yeah. until until I get back from work or whatever. I'm totally. 15 minutes all in. I, I did that with uh, cleaning the front room. I'm like, 15 minutes, I will only clean for 15 minutes tonight. I don't want to do it. My family would do that too. We'd call it house cleaning blast. And we put on music for 15 minutes. No one would talk. And we all just, how much can we clean in 15 minutes? And then when we're done, we're done. And yeah. it made it fun. It's a gamify thing too, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, we all love games. We want to have fun. Like it's You can do that in your business too. How many people can I get to today, right? Rather than how many people do I have to call? How many people will I get to go through today? Awesome, awesome. And it just that little, that little t- change in your mindset can help you want to do those things. We have an agent uh, on our team. He's got three daughters four daughters um i I think the youngest or the oldest is in her teens um and so i say this because i want to set the stage for this is not a teenager himself um and he has implemented in his day-to-day life his own sticker chart he literally has a chart of things he needs to do in his business and when he does it he gives himself a gold star so it works for him. And he's a um, very high producing agent. Very he makes high a produ- lot of money. Yes. <laughs> and so it works for him. So like I know we've done that with, with my five year old. All right, you get a star for feeding the cat. Like it's, it, it sounds silly, but it, it works for five year olds. It works for, I don't know how old he is. Yeah. 30s, 40s, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, if that works for you, do it. Yeah, totally. There's no rules and, you know, there's nothing that has to be silly. Like, it can be easy as, for me, sometimes it's buying myself a really cool notebook that I'm excited to write stuff in, right? That's so silly. That's so, so easy. But yeah, I, I if like that my helps little me, notebook here. Yeah, if it helps <laughs> you be motivated, like, and it helps you get stuff done, who cares what it is? So um, it's all about just tricking your own brain um, into, you know, feeling happy about things that you probably don't feel happy about. All right, well, that's cool. That's psychology. <laughs> and people are like, okay, we'll just take the happy pill and be good. Like, but then there's people that are like, look, I'm not going to do phone calls or I'm not going to clean the house, right? And, sure. and, and, and I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm like, I'm not going to mow my lawn. Like, 
I don't know if that's not male. I'm not going to mow the lawn. I don't want to do it. So instead of saying, well, I'll just mow for 15 minutes, I hire someone to mow my lawn. Yes, and outsourcing is another option, right? There is so many companies these days, too, that you can outsource uh, things to virtual assistants. You can automate tasks. You can create ways to save your time. You, you know, I, I call that really like slowing down to speed up. How can we, you know, automate things? How can I, you know, create email templates for the things I say all the time? Or um, can I outsource my bookkeeping to somebody on Fiverr or somebody, right, somebody online if I hate doing that? Um, you know, sometimes it is worth it to pay more uh, just to get some of your time back, and then you can use that time to reinvest to things you actually love, which will then help you make more money. So, so, um, so if you hate paperwork, outsource it or hire a TC. Totally, right? yeah. If you hate phone calls, we don't love outsourcing uh, ISAs. We've tried it; it's never worked well for us. We've hired ISAs, and it's worked well for us. So, do what you being well. on a team with with somebody who gives you that, right? Like. There's Dale, no <laughs> that's that's my nut. Don't oh, okay. don't jump ahead. I, I can't see what you I know. Don't jump ahead. Okay. <laughs> but like, so if you don't like these things, it, I mean, I I know Kyle for a while. Um, he hired a driver so he can do his work while. So don't don't. There, there's people to do almost any tasks. Totally. Um, but there are things that you need to do, right? Totally. It doesn't really make sense to hire someone to hold your open houses for you, but. You can hire someone to put out your signs for you. Mm -hmm. You can hire someone to work the door. You can hire someone to set up your open house. You can hire someone to whatever. So, hey, I love open houses, but I hate the signs. Pay your niece 50 bucks to set up and break down their signs. Pay your neighbor, like whatever, right? Totally. Um, and so that can help as well. Um, the, that's weird. the, that was that. So now I wanted to transition into, okay, well, now I know I can switch my mindset. I can work on, on cal calendaring it, but I don't have a bunch of money to hire. I hate, I hate paperwork. I'm no good at taking photos with my phone. By the way, if you're doing cell phone photography, you, you shouldn't. Um, you know, I don't have all of these tools and I don't have the money to do it because I only do six transactions a year. Mm -hmm. I can't hire 12 people to do all the stuff I hate. You talked about it a little bit, joining a team. Talk a little more about that. Yeah, so a t joining a real estate team is a great way to leverage more of your time if you just want to spend that time meeting people. So for example, some of the leverage things we have on our team, we have an ISA department to complete those phone calls for the internet leads. Um, we have a whole transaction department to run all of that paperwork for you. We have listing coordinators that do all of the nitty gritty tiny details when you list a house. We have a concierge team who can help you with setting up showings and doing all these other administ administrative tasks. So you can just focus on meeting with people, closing deals, doing what you signed up to be in the business for. So, you know, sure. You Thanks for calling out the marketing department. That makes me happy. And we are done. <laughs> Shouldn't say anything about the marketing department, which we're currently here talking to. That's cool. Whatever. Well, you already mentioned that with the with the uh -huh. photos. Sure. You know, yeah. if you don't, most most <laughs> people don't know how to even turn on a drone, but they want the drone photos, right? Or the really cool twilight stuff, right? We do all of that in house. We have lots of stuff to add. You that makes me plug. happy now. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's an option too, right? Explore how much of this am I willing to do myself and what's the cost benefit to just letting other people do it for you. And I think this really goes back to what you said is finding out what you love to do. Mm -hmm. Find a team that offers things that you hate to do. Um, we here offer, I think, almost everything. Yeah, um, but, I mean. But there's gonna be teams that say, hey, we have an ISA department, but we don't. you gotta get your own TC and whatever. Okay, cool, that's all I want or vice versa, or find kind of the team that fits for you 
that will allow you to do what you love, and that's how we found the team members that we've had that have stayed longer is they get to do what they love, and we take all the other stuff off of it. We've had good and maybe even great agents, I would say great agents, come and go from here because the things that we took off their plate were things that they like to do. Yeah, so that's a good point. we're like, hey, we'll do phone calls. They're like, I love making phone calls. Well, damn, this, this unique selling proposition is you, we're not in line there. So find someone, find a team that will take off your plate what you don't want to do. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Thanks, it was all mine. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Before we go into our Whistle Widget of the Week, I'm going to ask, implore, beg you again, like, comment, share, share this with someone that you think is burning out, share this with someone that you think um, will get value as they're joining the industry. Um, share this with a, a, a coworker that you say, hey, this might work out for you. Uh, or your team leader of like, hey, maybe these are some of the things that our team can do, because I hate to do it. I don't want to leave the team, but I would love to have a uh, TC department in our company. Uh, anyways, um, and then obviously, of course, please, please, please leave a review. It takes a couple minutes. It does us uh, a, a huge favor. So. If uh, you enjoyed this and you get value, please leave a review. Awesome. Now we transition into our whistle widget of the week. This is something that we use on, in our lives that saves us time, makes us money, or just makes us have some more fun. Rachel, I will let you kick it off. What is your whistle widget of the week? So mine, don't be don't be scared of the name, but the app is called Think Dirty. I already Googled it. It's, it's, it's exactly what you think it is. Not. Yes, it is at the end. And I, uh, Google it and go to images. It's exactly what you think. My app. <laughs> no. Um, so I have really sensitive skin and I struggle with, you know, having rashes or other things that just gets easily irritated. And so I went to the dermatologist and they, you know, kind of said, well, a lot of the products that we use, you know, in America actually have ingredients that are banned in most other countries. So we don't have the most strict regulation. So a lot of the stuff that we use all the time doesn't have the best ingredients. Um, and so she gave me a recommend list, but then I kind of did some research on my own to, since I don't know how to read the names of all these long <laughs> products that might be bad for me. And I found this app called Think Dirty and it's free. And basically what you can do is there's a, you scan the QR code or excuse me, scan the barcode on the back of any product and it'll bring up the product list of what's in it. And then it color codes red as this is a really bad ingredient, yellow and so-so or green, it's really clean. And so then you can kind of see what products am I already using that might be really bad for me or have, you know, not so good ingredients when what is good and it's made a big difference in just how I feel and uh, my overall skin health so do they have like recommended products that are in the similar so like you scan your shampoo and they're like this is horrible but use this instead yeah there's different ones where they, they say this brand generally is almost all green or hey really avoid this brand is so it's a really cool app that they've updated it a ton since I first got it and it's gotten better and better so if you're interested in um, kind of cleaning up some of the stuff that you're putting on your body it's a great place to start cool I love it um, my mind immediately goes to affiliate links and how they can sell other products. So they do a pretty good job of not being too in your face about okay. that. Good, cool. Uh, mine is, um, mine's actually, I'm actually really excited about this. We, I just bought a new laptop and I was filming a, an event and I went to download the event from my memory card and I didn't have a card reader, which was weird. Um, and so I went and looked online and tried to find one. I've got card readers, all sorts of them. Um, but this one is really small. It's a small little USB stick. And on one side, it's USB-A, which is the big USB. Mm -hmm. On the other side is USB-C. So if you have a Mac or a PC, my PC I just bought has several USB-C sp spots in it. 
Um, and it'll take SD cards and micro SD cards, and it's like uh, under 15 bucks. So super small, really easy to throw in the backpack. Um, always gonna have it around with me. Um, and it'll work for my PC, it'll work for your Mac. Um, cool. I think it'll work for me. I, I would assume it would. I don't know why it wouldn't, but I haven't tried it. But I like it. It's the, uh, I don't know, the link will be in the comments. Tom will put it in there. It's the UNI, the Uni, Uni. Uh, UNI USB-C memory card reader adapter. So, yeah, cool. that's my widget this week. Thank you guys so much for watching this week's Whistleway podcast. Um, I was going to say Whistle Widget of the Week, but that too. Um, we'll see you next week. Wait, wait. Before you leave, I want to share some more tips and tricks that we're using in our business to take it to that next level. Just click right here. And don't forget to subscribe. Click right here.